hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve, not Laneve. <laughs> and you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, danger zoniest, <laughs> gyroscopiest, uh, Rodney Appleist recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. It's also the moistiest, jacketiest podcast oh, what a dick <laughs> what a dick we hate God. the pizza man he sucks so bad he sucks so bad like mm-hmm. ugh. and yeah even his comebacks are just bad they're just no no good not interesting no, no good you. yeah um but okay <sighs> we we talked about this we knew this was gonna happen we're only on episode three and already we have like an unlikely villain that kind of you know, comes in, builds slowly, and then just mm-hmm. fades. So I won't talk about it too much right now, but they do open the episode by being like, Jamie's a snake. Um, <laughs> uh, or a rat. Sorry, they call him a snake later. They He's don't all know. The creatures. They don't know that it's him. At the beginning, uh, they know that somebody said to Michelle, Oh, the men were concerned about this. And this is kind of interesting because I'm like, did I miss something? This is always my question. Did I miss something or did the or did editing not uh, portray this in the best way possible? Mm-hmm. Because I kind of I don't feel like the men refuted the idea that some of them were worried about Joe. Sure. At the beginning, right? And no. then and then Michelle had to defend herself and she did a good job and I believed her. There was no reason not to believe her. It made sense. Um, but then, it, yeah, so it's like, but then all the men were obviously upset that someone said that, but at the moment they didn't say anything to her. It was kind of, it was kind of weird, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, nobody, this was like the first time kind of that they talked about, nobody was actually thinking that. No one was actually worried about Michelle knowing Joe before to that level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way that Jamie served it up. Exactly. Jamie made it Mm -hmm. seem like it was like a very serious thing because it was kind of twofold because he was just like, oh, well, they had a communication before the show. And and then and then he was just like, I got some friends in Minneapolis and they saw her walking around with a, a light-skinned black man. <laughs> what? Yeah, and it's okay. like, okay, yeah. Couldn't be any, literally anyone else. Must no. be Joe. I think there's and a I couple mean, of those in Minneapolis. Just a few. Well, it's just, yeah, that was just bizarre to me. And like, but yeah, so it's like, of course that fell apart really quickly because Michelle's like, I was out with a friend and if I'm out, you know, like, I understand that you might assume that I'm dating somebody, but I also mm-hmm. uh, possess French friends and have friendships. Um, so that was shitty of him to say that, but I also get being paranoid about that. But I believed them the first time they talked about it, like, oh, we were DMing on Instagram and you ghosted me. Both of their stories lined up. So it wasn't like anything felt inconsistent or weird or like they were lying about that. So Mm -hmm. for Jamie to bring that up and bring it in, I understand that he was concerned, but that he brought the other men into it. 
yeah. instead of just asking the question himself one-on-one yeah. with her bef- and not mm-hmm. bringing it to them. That's where it got weird for me, you know? Super odd. It was a bizarre choice. Yeah, and it I don't was. think he's a dumb guy. I mean, you know, biotech no. CEO. I think you're smarter than that, which makes it seem a lot more calculated then, right? Yeah, I just uh, well, and we can talk. We'll we'll talk about more of the other kind of yeah suspect things that happen in a little bit when we get there. But let's talk about this group date first, because um, yeah, so like all the guys are kind of tense. They're like, oh, there's somebody in our midst that we can't trust. And they're like, but you know what? We're going to go to the danger zone. And then it was mm-hmm. just a whole Top Gun commercial. And I was really hating it. This is a weird tie-in, too. Because it's uh, like, I mean, this is this is literally a movie that's been delayed, what, like twice? Like nearly two years of delay. And wow. now they're promoting it. And I don't even think it, I don't even know when it comes out at this point. So... It's just, it's an odd strategy. To what if it comes least. out on Friday? <laughs> I know, just right? Just so now, happens. Now I'm, now I'm going to Google it real quick. Hold on. We're going to figure this yeah, out. Please, Top please investigate because inquiring minds must know when I feel good about Top myself because going out. It, it says, oh, yeah, May 27th, 2022. Seems like okay. we're a little bit of a ways off here. That's kind of weird. Um, but I guess they're like, well, we're not going to do it on The Bachelor. So we'll do it on the Bachelorette or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, you know, because because the women wouldn't want to, you know, and it's like, and of course, of fucking course, it's guys like Peter who enjoy it and are like, oh, Top Gun's my favorite. Oh, I love the volleyball scene. Like you sound yeah. like such a tool. I don't know. I may, do you love Top Gun? And I'm just like shitting on it, and you're gonna be sad. No, I don't. I really okay. don't give a shit about Top Gun. I think it's okay, fine. Good. I think the the volleyball's silly. I think the dog fighting's fine. Uh, I think you know, Berlin's "Take My Breath Away" is like maybe like the third best Berlin song. If we're gonna be honest with ourselves here, oh, so, oh. <laughs> wow, I, I just okay. I got I got nothing. I I I don't really have an emotional connection to this. Also, these guys are all like twenty five, so they shouldn't have an emotional connection to it either. There's no nostalgia there. It's yeah, it's whatever. weird, right? Like, yeah. yeah, they're not like older millennials or Gen Xers. It's weird that they're like, you know, because I asked Chuck, I'm like, well, how do you feel about Top Gun? He's like, I saw it at the theater. And I'm like, of course you did. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Course, old guy. <laughs> yeah, of course you saw it in the theater. Um, I will say one time I had a really good makeout session to take my breath away. Say, and, well, I mean. And, and during it, we were like, this is like a movie. And it was very fun. <laughs> um, like, we were very. Self-aware about it. We're like, this is kind of fucking weird. So um, I think for but, my money, yeah. that era of Tom Cruise, you got to go with cocktail. Nothing That's, beats cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, as Rick would say, I'm Tom Cruise and cuisine. Um, <laughs> isn't that <laughs> or, the movie? Cuisine. <laughs> if if you like Top Gun, why not watch Days of Thunder? It's Top Gun, but with cars. Oh. See? You got other options here. I just, yeah, I have no desire to be interested in Top Gun at all because I feel like most of the men who are interested in Top Gun are toxic. Yeah, well, I mean, as someone who goes to the cinema specifically to experience military propaganda, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) I have nothing. Here I am waiting for the new Ghostbusters to come out. and (laughs) You're like, oh, can't wait for Top Gun. No, no uh, Top Gun. 
anti Top Gun podcast. We're putting, yeah, we're, no, we're drawing you. a line in the sand. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Maverick fans. Um, but yeah, so of course, Peter like loves it. That's what that was kind of my point. But I did think the like, isn't it, isn't it called the gyroscope, right? Isn't that what it's called? That mm-hmm. thing that they were in? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, smart. Because they called it the spinny thing. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, beef potato. Um, yeah, you know the technical term, the spinny thing. The spinny thing. Uh, I really wanted Peter to fail at the state because I just hate him so much, so much. But he did. They were like, oh, that was the best of the best. And I'm like, why? Uh, um, <laughs> and the dog fighting was like, whatever. And then this, I wrote, I'm sick of all this masculinity. I need hugging and fun accents. Nope. Just dudes puffing their chests out, being all grumpy. Yeah. I'm like, I miss, I miss the last batch of men so much, like so much. I'm just like, I just want them to be in cute outfits and they compliment each other and they give each other hugs and they cry when they're telling stories. I need that back, please. Nope. I don't want any of this garbage. Regular dudes being bros. Let me tell you something though. I, I had a very bizarre experience watching this. So just got a new television and it's like a fancy like OLED television. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I had, I had pretty much been just like, I would just watch this on my laptop. Like I would just balance a Chromebook on my tummy and, and like a, like I'm a sea otter and just kind of watch it. And I, I do not like how detailed it looks because during this Top Gun thing, everyone was sweating profusely. <laughs> Because not only like when you watch this, it's it's horrifying for shows like this. Oh, it's it's even more horrifying when you're watching The Real Housewives because you can see like every imperfection and it's very strange. Um, but with this, it's just like all these guys were just dripping sweat, and every time they like walked over to Michelle, it's like, oh god, like can you like wipe yourself down first? What are you doing? Hmm, maybe I a- shouldn't upgrade my TV yet. I was like looking at those like cool picture frame ones you know oh yeah 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 so fancy lady we've we've gotten to the point where it it looks so nice that it actually looks disgusting because of these these damp boys and their coveralls (laughs) doing top gun things it's like the uncanny valley except they're real people (laughs) yeah they're real people and i don't like like, i'm uncomfortable with your please lower your definition sir i could see every ounce of sweat dripping off your gross chin be more cartoony. Um, mm-hmm. So wait, so it's Chris, right? Who won? Who won the date? Chris was that his name, right? Wait, are you talking about the the guy who won the, won the gyroscope? Yeah, was it Chris? Uh no, it was it was uh it was like Little Willie, wasn't it? Oh, Will, Will, little not Will. Chris, Will, yeah. Will. Sorry, uh, uh, different one from, syllable. From oh, Grand Chris- Rapids, Michigan. Both of the Chris's suck. That's okay. That's how I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I really, really like, yeah, the, the motivational speaker and the, and the commodities broker. I'm sorry, Will. I didn't mean to be smart your name. No, Mm-mm. like Will seems totally cute and sweet and normal. And he called out Peter. And so I like him and he was really nervous and you could tell like he was for real worried and motion sick and toughed it out and good for him and he got a mm-hmm. cool bomber jacket and really like um i don't care about top gun at all but i like a good bomber jacket that was like my favorite thing about to all the boys i've loved before was like all the good bomber jackets in that movie anyway 
<laughs> so that was cool. But yeah, Peter's just like such a hateful asshole. He was just like, kid's a bum, you know? And I'm like, well, it was like, he spoke in Italian and like Chris spoke in Spanish and he's like, he's even taking my thing, speaking in a different language. Cause I am the only one allowed to speak in two languages. The only guy, the only guy's allowed to do it. Yeah. I'm just like, shut suit. up. Uh, no one There's cares. a lot of guys on this season who are, who are like large gold chain guys too. Like just, just yeah. big Italian energy. So thanks Peter. Um, and the only thing that I love about Peter is I don't think even though he calls himself a pizzapreneur and he and he does this whole like, you know, discount store Jersey Shore routine, he doesn't actually own a functioning restaurant, right? Like he cuz this was part of the argument that he had with Will later where Will was like, "You don't even have an argue, or you don't even have a restaurant and you're you call yourself like a, a pizza restaurant guy or something." And he's just like, "Oh, we're just looking for the location." So, no, I mean it says. I mean it says on his bio that he has one. Okay, so can so we, let me I'm, look. I'm looking up. I'm looking up Peter's Pizza. We do have, as of right now, we have a uh, we have an address. People okay. call him. People call him the Pizza King. Apparently, was what it says on Bustle. <laughs> No one has ever called him that. Apparently. It's, yeah, it's just like the people who are like, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is what, like, people call me this. And you're like, no one calls you this. You just want to be called this. So you're telling people that you're called this. But we all know the truth. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Also, I, I I just want to say our boy, he he sells a, a pizza. His pizza costs like $28 for a pizza. What? That's excessive. I'm not. I'm not interested in this. What? What is this? I'm trying He's to go got, through the menu here. His posts are like, "Buongiorno, pizza lovers. How are we doing today?" <laughs> so okay, <laughs> if you just Instagram wanted post. a regular, it's called a regular pie. So just a cheese pizza, one single cheese pizza, because you are Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, and this is what you order: twenty dollars for a cheese fucking pizza. Oh. That's too much money. Too much. Too much. Doesn't look that good. Sorry, pal. Not that oh, I can I eat it of, anyways, but. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Yeah, same. Um, quality pizza served by the slice. Um, I mean, if you're going to get a pizza like that, that's like by the slice, then it better be like classic slice size, you know? Mm -hmm. I would agree. Like other, well, otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and this guy, I mean, this guy's charging me, you know, damn near $30 for a pizza. And I can, if I mean, if I go to New York city, I can get a slice of pizza for a dollar, like a good slice Correct. of pizza for a dollar. Why Correct. would I fuck with this guy's pizza? So while I am wrong in saying that he did not actually have a restaurant, uh, I think he's got a pizza restaurant that is wholly unremarkable. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, even his logo is like boring and stuff. There was something I was going to say, and it just fell out of my brain. So that's... Don't make your logo, like, all blue, and then try and put, like, an Italian flag with green and red around the P in the center. Are you kidding me? It, no, this is bad. It Graphic design really... is not your passion, sir. <laughs> well, he would say it is. Um, slice appetite. Like, what does that even mean? Oh, this was my question. Okay. I had this conversation last night and I want to, I want to see if like you answer the same way that I did. Um, okay. Out of all the like pizza chains, like national pizza chains, which one do you think like puts in the most effort? 
<laughs> okay. Um, well, <laughs> I thought this was a good question. <laughs> depends on how you define what effort is. Um, I, I think, yeah, I, I appreciate, let's, let, me, let me go through the big ones here. I appreciate okay. the honesty of Little Caesars, which is give us $5, here's some trash. Okay. <laughs> And you say, thank you, because you fill a hole in my life and, and I, you know, you don't leave me with holes in my wallet. And I appreciate you for that. Similarly, if you get Papa John's, they're like, we've got the worst pizza in the universe, but here's a little cup of garlic butter so you can dip it in. And then you think that it's better than it actually is. And that's smart. Then you've got Domino's. Domino's, they might put in the most effort. And here's why. Uh, they are across the board, pretty much trash tier pizza. However, they have constantly attempted to reinvent themselves, to change, to pivot, to do something, anything to make like a semi-quality product. And I appreciate that. And it's amazing the different ways they find to still make shit. And then you've got Pizza Hut. And fuck Pizza Hut, because it's, it's more expensive than the other national chains. And bad Pizza Hut is some of the worst pizza in the universe, bar none. So there you go. Pizza opinions with Steve. My answer okay. is Domino's. <laughs> My answer was also Domino's. <laughs> I did, was you, like, did you give a 30-second long monologue explaining why? <laughs> well, I just said they try so they try they so do. hard. They put in so much effort. And I and I feel bad for them because I do think that their pizza is better than a lot of chain pizzas are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it, but it's like you can't beat Pizza Hut. It's like weird. Even though and since ever since Pizza Hut went back to their original branding, which was mm -hmm. very genius, it's like even harder cuz they're tapping into that like blockbuster nostalgia and yep. like the reading club feelings and it's it's hard to compete with that even but I feel like Pizza Hut outside of changing their branding back puts in zero effort. Like zero. Like Little Caesars I think puts in more work than Pizza Hut. But yeah. with like their commercials and stuff, I think are more inventive. Um, but yeah, Domino's is like, we are trying so hard. We want you to come back. We will deliver this to your door and sing to you while we do it. And if we don't get it in that much time, you can punch us in the face. You know, and you're like, oh yeah. my God, like you sound a little desperate. Um, I should, I, I may know someone who did a Domino's commercial, so I'm not besmirching <laughs> Domino's. I really like, I I also can't eat anybody's pizza. Uh, mm. But I, actually, I can have Papa Murphy's, which is kind of funny because now they have vegan cheese. Um, but I like Domino's in theory. Like, I like what they're, yeah, their attempts, what they're doing. Oh, they get the I, blue ribbon for you tried. And I yes, appreciate that. absolutely. Like A forever. Anyway, so I had that conversation last night and I, oh, I think it was because the commercial that someone I know was in was on. And I was like, I was like, Domino's just tries really hard to like do the best job that they can mm -hmm. all oh, the time. Oh, for sure. And it's, yeah, it's just hard. But you know who actually has the best pizza? Chuck E. Cheese. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, that's true. Uh, <laughs> take advantage of the fact that they're probably still doing delivery by you and get yourself a, a pizza or pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I used to be in the room where they got made. And I'm telling you, the quality's 
pretty decent. As well, at least it was 15 years ago. So maybe it's not anywhere. <laughs> uh, and also, it, the best salad bar I've ever had was at a Chuck E. Cheese. Those are some incendiary things I'm going to say. We're going to get a lot of angry emails. Oh my after, gosh. Yeah. After this You've incited violence. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up and I chose violence, and that violence was uh, talking about how good Chuck E. Cheese is. Uh, so. This is something that I find interesting at the end of at the end of this date. Besides, like Will got to spend extra time uh, with Michelle. Uh, Clayton had a little bit of connection with her, and he was the one who was like, "Oh, how about you know that spinny thing? Do you want to spin with me?" And he's like, "I'm a beef potato. I'm going to dislocate your shoulder. Just kidding. We're having fun." <laughs> but the th- the recurring thing that I'm hearing Michelle say is that she likes the quiet ones. Have you? She said that to somebody else. She said it to Joe. But she said it to mm-hmm. somebody else earlier. She's like, I like you. You're quiet. <laughs> and it's just it's just interesting because, like, yeah, there's so many, like, loud, annoying dudes this oh, season. Yeah. Well, well, just a couple, but it's too well, many. And it's nice, too, because I think so many people on this show, they get passed over just because they're they're just they're not the right kind of personality to stand out. So the fact that she's actively seeking out those people, I think it gives guys that normally wouldn't have a shot in this format a chance to actually fall in love so look at that also shout out rodney my boy (laughs) dude rodney is so in his element and i okay so rodney gets the one-on-one which we'll talk about in a minute but Mm -hmm. like you were like, oh, Rodney, but he's like killing it. I don't know. He's doing a yeah. good job. And that was something that Lenif brought up last week. Like, and I was like, yeah, we were kind of, well, you were kind of making fun of Rodney. I'm obsessed <laughs> like, with Rodney. He's like doing a good job. He's like a cool, but he's like a solid dude. Like not just mm-hmm. like built solid, which he is, but like he's a solid dude, like very, um, like, I could see someone feeling very secure with a guy yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just, he's, yeah, he's just like very decent. So no, anyway. I, I didn't think he'd be a good fit for the show to be honest. I, I certainly love him and I have loved him from day one, but I, I didn't think he was a good fit, but I feel like we're watching him blossom. He's gone from a little, a uh, little Rodney caterpillar into a Rodney butterfly. Uh, and he's got that big old block head that we all love and respect. So yeah, I love Rodney. <laughs> Yeah, Malik didn't see it, but that was kind of a harsh <laughs> confessional. He's like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, well, but look at who she gets to make out with any, later anyway. Spoiler. That's right. Um, Michelle also had like a moment with Martin, a couple other people. They skipped over some stuff. Um, this sucked so bad, though. Will starts talking to Michelle, and that's when Peter takes Will's jacket that he wants and put it in the pool. And that's just like... That's so petty. I just it's, hate it's that. It's real shitty. And there's yeah. there's no reason for it either. I mean, I, I feel like Will should not even be giving Peter the time of fucking day. And, you know, but at, it's still like to do that as as a grown man. He's 20. Peter's 26 years old. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw his jack in the pool. <laughs> Thought it needed a bath. Boobity bow. Like, you know, one, it's just it's lazy and it's it's petty and it's childish and immature. It's not that funny. Like you no. can do petty and childish, but at least make me laugh a little bit. And then the other thing is, and I, I think one of the guys actually pointed this out in the confessional, it, this kind of fucks over everybody else because if that gets back to Michelle, 
then it's a whole thing where it's just like, I don't even know if I want a cocktail party anymore. Ah, like this is how things like that happen because uh, bachelors and bachelorettes, they, they have uh, like their secondary function other than finding love is to, you know, maybe keep all these people from killing each other. And they just, they want them to play nice. So anytime something like this happens, it's very disruptive. And so Peter is basically screwing over 20 other guys. Not cool. Yeah, it was just it was just so child. He's just so immature. Like, and I like that he looks bad because I he just annoys the shit out of me. So good, but Will didn't deserve that. Will hasn't done anything to deserve that. He no. called you a narcissist, which you probably are. Okay. Yeah, you hundred percent are. <laughs> yeah, he saw you for who you are, and you don't like it. Okay, like that's all. That's all that is happening. Um. Oh, so then I kind of missed like why she pulled Martin to go listen to the strings and dance to take my breath away and basically mm-hmm. recreate my makeout session in the car in a much classier way. <laughs> but it was just like they were connecting, right? And she just and she just wanted to like reward someone else on the date who wasn't Will, right? Is that what happened? Yes. Cuz right, didn't she pull Martin? Yep. Yeah. Pull okay. Martin. All right, yeah. That was interesting. Um <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Rodney's date. I have a note that says oh, Rodney's Rod. like Rodney's like I'm not the tallest, I'm not the strongest, but I am the best at identifying apples. Wait, no, I'm not. Um, so <laughs> oh god, what do I got? What do I got? No, he's very sweet. Um, so they so they pull up this you know theme date again of food and being blindfolded and all that stuff. Uh, and and then they do like truth or dare like it's all like truth or dare stuff and it was actually like pretty cute like I was like it reminded me of the Andrew date from Katie season and I yeah. like these kind of like when it's a homemade date but it feels creative I like it so this was fun and then he like st- like went streaking and all yeah. the men were watching. <laughs> Everybody was it's like, it was like there was a, a, a big call for everyone to just walk into the hallway. And then he's just running around with a, a pillow over his dick while Michelle yells, this is our journey. <laughs> well, we saw his Rodney, you know, if oh, you will. Anyway, that's right. And his butt crack knee too. My bad joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what I like about Rodney is he does seem to be very like emotionally, um, like emotionally adept, which I just, I'm laughing because I have his bio open on my other <laughs> monitor and I forgot the shit that he said, that he's terrified of being catfished and afraid of opossums. Yeah. Also, he has the weirdest cast photo of all time. And he's into intermittent fasting. He's very into intermittent fasting, but only on weekdays. Only on weekdays. Love that. <laughs> I love you, Rodney. Rodney. Oh my God. It's just so funny. But yeah, he's like, he's like very sweet and um, introspective and a surprising guy. And he puts up like with Michelle giving him shit very well, you know, like when they were doing the blindfold thing and it's Mm. like, what's this? And she's like, well, you would say it's lasagna, but I would say it's pizza. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. Um, So, I really like what Michelle said on this date too, that her comment, like one of her issues is worrying about the next thing instead of enjoying the current thing. And yeah, yeah, same. And he, 
really um, has her in high regard and doesn't shy away from that. And he's he said something to the effect of like, um, well, like you're really impressive to me. Like you're anything but average and I see you. And I think she does feel very seen and protected by him. And like she can mm-hmm. share her emotions with him without worrying about it. So that's very sweet. Um, the one thing that I'll say is his kissing seemed a little frantic to me. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. That's yeah. all my only little, criticism. Little like, right? It just kind of seemed like he was trying to eat her face a little bit. <laughs> but outside of that, I thought it was a very nice date. Do you have anything else to say about the date? No, it was, I mean, I I think I have I have higher hopes for the emotional impact of these early dates because... You know, there's certain types of dates that'll really carry someone far and, and timing is important too. So imagine if Rodney got a shopping date at this at this stage. I mean, you could basically chalk him up as the winner at that point. Um, but Big Rod <laughs> did well. We love Rodney. Uh, it was a fun little date. It was simple. We're, it was it was still very much a COVID era bachelorette date. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, it was a COVID bachelorette date, but yeah, I think they made it cute. And he's like a good, he is like the person that you want to do the like, oh, come to my house and make dinner date yeah, with. Yeah. Like, cause he's and there's nowhere, there's so nowhere to normal. hide, right? You can't right. hide behind bungee jumping or whatever the fuck you're doing. Like, y- you have to be good or you're done. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a nice way for Rodney to prove himself. So again, yeah. shout out Rodney. And to quote Taylor, you know, he really showed his emotional intelligence on the date. So mm-hmm. there we good. go. I really do like Taylor these days. I'm I'm not giving you shit, Taylor. I think you're cool. Anyway, so second group date. Okay. So so they did like poetry, right? And, I hate this so much. <laughs> okay. One thing that I really didn't like was that Chris G was like uh, like motivational speech. Here's the thing. I thought Chris G's poem was actually like decent, but the because he got so excited about it, it was just like cringy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This whole thing was, I was cringing the entire time. I was having trouble dealing with this. Yeah. I just, I, I like, ugh, I don't know. And he was just like, oh my God, is it Rudy Francisco? Was that his name? Right. I think it was Rudy Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, is it really him? Oh my God, I can't believe we got him. And it just kind of felt like he was like really trying to prove that like, I know slam poets, you know, like it was like, it was so overkill that it like made me uncomfortable. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah. People doing bad poetry is like, you know, you know, the feeling where you, you feel embarrassed and anxious for someone else, like on their behalf. Yes. The number one way to get that that feeling to just explode out of me is to watch people doing bad poetry. And and I was I was very overwhelmed by this segment. I could not deal with it. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, we're back, even though you didn't know we were gone because no time has passed. But now uh Steve won't sound so crackly anymore. So anyway, Hi, sorry, continuing. Guys. <laughs> 
continuing on, we just want to address it so that you're not like, uh, they didn't even notice that he was crackling. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, we talk about but, our problems. So then that makes them less problematic there. Yeah. 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 That's called <laughs> being evolved. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so the boys are doing po- poems and Brandon. Okay. This, the Brandon thing. So Chuck was downstairs for some of the episode and he happened to be downstairs for Brandon where he was like, you are the one of my dreams. And (laughs) it really sounded like a robot was saying the poem, but Michelle was like, what Brandon had to say was so sweet. And I'm like, she's so attracted to him because it was not that good. No, it was not that good. And I guess when your job is like you, you read poetry written by eight year olds all day, you know, I mean, because she is an elementary school teacher. So I feel like her standards are a little bit lower. Yeah, he's like, I look up in the sky and there you fly. Uh, a dream to me. You're so pretty. Hee <laughs> hee. And you're like, oh, okay. That's a really nice poem, Brandon. Um, it was fine, but it's just like, and then I was frustrated. Yeah, because like the motivational speaker, Chris, I think actually sounded pretty good, but I don't like him. <laughs> I don't want him to sound good. I just like don't want him to do well. I just I hate every motivational speaker who's ever been on the show except for Eric. So and Eric was kind of like a incidental motivational speaker. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Romeo had a tie to Romeo reference, of course. I like Romeo a lot. I don't know how well he's going to do, but I like him a lot. I think he's really sweet. Um, I don't think his poem was that good, but <laughs> I think he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a sweet man and he's a mathematician. I think that's cute. Uh, Jamie lost his book, I guess, somehow. I don't know how you lose a book in like a very closed area. That just sounded like bullshit, right? Yeah, that seems like, how, like yeah. that's absolute bullshit. He's like, I lost my book, so I'm going to have to go off the cuff. And then he's like, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, about a about a woman with a green ribbon around her neck. And I was like, Wait, oh, my God. This- I mean, basically, right? You're like, it's like a. She was down a long and windy road. It was a dark and stormy night. Suddenly, a shot rang out. You know, I was like, wait, that's Snoopy. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's Snoopy crossed with the Epic of Gilgamesh. She really is just taking it to another level here. Yeah, it was just bizarre, and I mean, it didn't bother me that much because I don't really care. I mean. I care about the rules a lot of the times. So that's why I like Aaron so much. But this one, I didn't. I was like, I don't really care what story you tell, as long as it doesn't suck. But yeah. people were like mad at him. They're like, Jamie broke the rules. He broke the rules. It's like it doesn't matter. You guys all suck. Like his suck shit, yours suck shit. Nobody was really like. There's no great bards here in in the Bachelorette contestant pool. Yeah. So those yeah, rules aren't great. real, and it's not even real that day that you wore a vest. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so Brandon wins for some reason. Sure. Because, yeah. yeah. But you know what actually is great is that he won over the motivational speaker. That's actually like awesome. That. that is good. I do like Brandon a lot. I'm shitting on his poetry, but I think he's a very sweet dude. Yeah, and she's nice. Yeah, they're, like, very cute together. They were talking about, like, their high school experiences and like they seem to have a lot of common ground and even though she was like well he might not be the best student now she's like i think he's really smart and i'm like oh okay uh i don't know i have a hard time telling that but he seems like a like a sweet guy and a safe option and yeah 
I don't get any like weird vibes from him or anything. So like, good, good. That's good. Um, she also, let's see. She also has a little moment with Jamie, right? Jamie. Oh yeah. Uh, and some of the guys like give her stuff. This all kind of went really fast. <laughs> like, it was like, here's a gift. Here's a thing. Uh, I can't remember who it was who was like, I think you're a princess or a queen or whatever. And she was like, thank you. Uh, it was, yeah. And I just have that rant. Uh, Brandon got the rose, which is like unsurprising to everybody. Yeah. And then there was like this weird moment that happened after that where, okay, who was Jamie talking to with the spring break mode shit? I was that, was it Chris? One of the Chris's commodities broker, Chris, or was it Casey? Um, shit. First of I all, why is that. Casey getting so much screen time? This, I don't know. Like, like I can't, who I, cares? I don't have the answer to every question. <laughs> I, who cares? Who cares about him? Yeah. Maybe it was Casey. I'm not sure. Hold on. Spring break mode. Okay. Or the other, it's one of the Chris's or Casey. Choose your, your white guy with a square jaw. Yeah, it was hard to it was hard to tell and I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was I missed something. Again, did I miss something or did they leave something out? Cuz this was kind of like a quick moment that I just like didn't feel like it made sense. Okay, so mm -hmm. I'm pulling this up. Um let's see. Spring break moment. That was just kind of a weird statement like like, oh, like, she's not taking it seriously. Yeah. It was just, like, really shitty. Um, hold on. Yeah, my problem right now with is I feel like she's in spring break mode. And if you genuinely thought your husband was in the room, do you go into spring break mode? I'm not going to judge it, but that doesn't mean I can't make fun of it. I got to wait for five weeks to get to the end of this. I really thought it would be a stronger group of guys. <laughs> That's oh all the God. shit that he said. Um, oh, it was at a produce. It was to a producer, which is why we mm. couldn't identify who it was. So he was, he was sitting with a producer. Bad move, dude. Bad move. Come on, yeah, don't you know any smart. better? Come on. Um, and he said something like, "Yeah, what can I say? Teachers, this is all from Us Week, uh, uh, Us Magazine. Uh, tr teachers truly do love spring break." Um, oh, oh, that's what Michelle said. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, damn. She goes, what can I say? Teachers truly do love spring break. Uh, no more grading papers, nap time, and I can pee when I want to. <laughs> Dude, Michelle's so, she she really handles things in like such a good way, you know? Yeah. Like, very, very classy. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's clever too. I mean, and, and again, I, I think we talked about this. She's funnier than the show lets on, and I hope they let her continue to, to kind of show a little bit more of her personality oh i like there okay this is an unrelated tweet but it's really good um okay remember that guy that i said i really liked and then he was gone first day uh pardeep mm -hmm. uh it was like who the producers thought we wanted versus who we actually want and it's like clayton <laughs> on one side and pardeep on the other and i'm like a hundred percent and yep. someone said, we'll see him in paradise. He deserves a gross grocery store Joe edit. And I'm like, I totally agree. He is like, he is like a one episode wonder who should get more screen time. So I really mm -hmm. do hope that he gets it. Cause justice for Pardeep. He was so cool. Just like, um, 
Marty. Uh, I was so sad that we didn't see Marty in Paradise. He's like, yeah. these are my crystals. Oh, <laughs> Marty. Seriously, every like almost every guy on the last season was so good. And I was I was like legitimately sad when they would leave. And I was like, no, stay, come back. And like this season, I'm like, who left? Don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just awful. It's an awful feeling. Um, let's see. I'm looking to see if Michelle tweeted anything else good. She said something about how about them apples? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Not sure if I have more anxiety from watching these poor men go through the G-Force machine again or from realizing my dad has already seen me kiss three people and we aren't even halfway through the episode Facebook. Oh, God. If I was on the show, I would not watch with my parents. That seems like a fool's errand. Why would you do that? I would be like, just pretend I don't exist for a couple months. How about that? How about you don't watch it? Thank you. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want you to watch it. Uh, The mood going into tonight's rose ceremony looks a lot like my serious teacher face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah michelle's so funny she's so funny and sweet like fuck jamie anyway i'm so sad because i was really rooting for jamie i mean i think we both were i liked jamie a lot he seemed really cool and i was like yeah he's the ceo of a biotech company that's cool although they really need to fix their uh ssl certificate and improve their linkedin presence but anyway that's a whole other thing <laughs> jamie call me i'll just hire me i am consulting now um Oh, she made out with Nate a little bit uh, that night, and then I and then this is where I wrote, "Who the fuck is Casey, and why is he getting so much playtime?" Um, oh, this was really weird. Okay, so then they have a conversation. It's Jamie and a few other guys. I can't remember who he was all talking to, but he starts talking about like I think Joe was over there and a couple other guys, and he was like talking about episodes, and they're like, "Why are you talking about episodes? What are you doing? <laughs> Shut up." <laughs> And he was just like, well, you know, like everything he said just like didn't make any sense. And it's like, okay, so he's shit talking Michelle to a producer. He spread this thing that nobody was actually worried about. They're finally figuring it out. And then he says something to the effect of like, oh, well, don't don't you see how this will look to the viewer? And they're like, what are you talking about? Because and it's like we all know the fastest way to get eliminated screw up your chances, become disliked by the audience is like once you become aware or like talk about it or do things thinking that, oh, I'd like to sway the audience in this way or another, Mm -hmm. you've like totally, you've lost everybody. Nobody's going to have your back anymore. Yep. So that was weird. And everyone's like, they're like, dude, why are you talking about episodes? That's so strange, you know? (laughs) And they're like, we didn't distrust her. Wait, so like you said that, but like no one else said that. So, but you said people are saying that. So no, you started it over things. nothing. It's like the Donald yeah. Trump line, people are saying it more and more. It's like, what, what are they saying? What, who? Yeah, it's like Merchants of Doubt. Like, did you ever watch Merchants of Doubt? I have not watched Merchants of Doubt. It's like, my, it's one of my favorite <laughs> documentaries to share with people, but it's like, it's, uh, it's about like, there's they talk about climate change and like flame retardants and um and furniture and like smoking mm-hmm. and stuff and it's like oh there's all this science on one side that says this is bad we should worry about this but there's like a handful on the other side it was like here's 600 scientists who are all saying climate change is a problem we need to do something about it right now and then there's like six on the other side that were like well you know uh, there's some there's some question of that 
And so so then lobbyists can go in and say, oh, well, there's some doubt in the field. People are saying, and it's like, it's six people versus 600. So it's like, okay, Jamie, you're one, you're one guy and you are a people. So I suppose you could say people are saying this, but you're the people. That's it. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? It's just, it just, yeah, it was weird. I think he tried to intellectualize and strategize the show too much. And he didn't even have a binder like that one guy, but it was still creepy and weird. And yeah. I don't remember what guy said, because they were like, oh, that's low key, some snake shit. And then someone else was like, not low key, high key snake shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh high key snake shit. But yeah, it was like fast. Like Jamie turned into a villain really quickly. It was like oh. whip whiplash. I don't even Instant. know. Instant. Instant. Very odd. It was very weird. And it was like, it's best if you go. She canceled another cocktail party. Yep. And Mm. um, so Peter, though, at the rose ceremony gets sent home, which shows that there's justice in the world. And um, I missed some of the guys. Spencer, what, what was it, who left? And then LT, who I hated anyway. So there you um, go. Yeah. But but there were some guys where it was still like, a, wait, who's that? <laughs> who? It wasn't anybody that was really all that memorable outside of Peter who yeah, left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still I'm still struggling with the names, but I'm getting better. I promise two more weeks and I will know half half the cast. And eventually I'll know everyone's name because it'll just whittle down to the point where it's so small that I'll only know the people's names. So it'll be fine. We're we're, yeah. we're okay. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But yeah, there were a couple guys that I was like, oh, you're leaving? Okay. Uh, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I'm sure it's sad. Um, yeah. So it was, um, I don't know. It was like an okay episode. The, the I've just been having an issue with the editing lately. And now that there's not as many like good chemistry moments happening with between mm-hmm. the men, it's yeah. just not as fun to watch as last season. I we got so spoiled with really Katie season and Paradise. They were like so good, and I'm still like waiting for this to ramp up. I'm just like, when's it gonna get really exciting? Even with the whole Jamie thing, I feel like they could have they could have made that a little bit more scintillating. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel I- like they did. No, they they really didn't. They kind of they kind of downplayed it a little bit. Although with this group, there's going to be something. Something's going to pop up. We're going to have a good dramatic twist. Because even even in the last seasons with the, with the nice guy squad, we were able to get some drama out of it. But I, I want some punches thrown. I want I want people thrown in the pool, not jackets. That's what I need in my life. It's really interesting. Um, I was looking to see. Uh if Jamie had released any statements or anything about the shitty things he was saying. Yeah. Uh, The weird thing is, okay, so it looks like he turned off his comments on Instagram. There we go. We know what that means. Coward, coward, coward. No, you're wrong. And uh, he has a post like from six days ago that says character versus character. Pay me a compliment and it's back to the work. Show me a fault and it's back to the work. Either way, I'm back to work. 
my truths. What? I still, <laughs> I still have love for the producers and handlers who all treated me first class. I still rep for my castmates and believe they're a dope group of men. I still rep for Michelle, who's one of the most quality women I met. They can't give her enough airtime to show you how truly amazing she is. I still rep for Bachelor Nation who showed me an outpouring of kindness as well as for those who have reminded me why showing kindness is important. Wishing y'all blessings through this week and beyond. This was six days ago that he posted this. So that's also weird, right? Like you're running like way proactive damage control. Like that's kind of bizarre. Um, And then let's see. Okay. Talking about uh, tonight's episode is going to be the best one yet. Come through. Who wants an invite? Y'all saying yes, but ain't even in San Diego. Okay. Villain Jamie Scar on Michelle Young season has an OnlyFans. What? LOL clickbait headline, but a really nice article. Um, Nate really had the best facial expressions. True. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and it begins. Oh, so he turned off his comment because people were like, you're not out of anyone's league. The audacity immediately. No little boy behavior. Uh, red flag emoji. It's really... They only show you some things on TV until they play a clip of you talking down about Michelle. Huh? Um, <laughs> it's one thing to be a toxic, narcissistic psycho. It's another to play with a kind woman just for your own sick reasons. Your actions are so nasty. Someone else is saying this. I'm not saying this. And it was like, oh, my God. They just came in. And then, and then. I mean, I, I'm, here's the thing. This is the line I draw. I'm happy to be critical of people on a podcast, on a blog, you know, like on Reddit or, you know, it's like in your own environment where the job Mm -hmm. is to snark on someone and criticize something that they're doing. If you're doing it in your own backyard, you know what I mean? On your own turf. I think that's fine, but I really think it's weird to go comment on someone's Instagram. You're a snake. Like, I just don't do that. (laughs) Unless like, unless someone's like, a total bigot or something, you know what i mean like yeah I don't, but it's like, this is like a stranger like what yeah like and it, yeah it's like it's weird like okay so these were these are some of his stories like okay uh I, I i'm interested to hear what jamie has to say these are all jamie's stories i don't know if he'll have them highlighted anywhere these are from 20 hours ago so by the time you hear this they may not be up anymore so i'm gonna read i'm gonna read these um what I'm seeing. So he said, if you know me, like me, love me and or care for me, don't worry about trying to defend me to this crowd. It's not the time, place nor necessity. People that were looking for something to be angry about or towards found it. I'm unfazed. They'll be on to their next trigger, next episode and next season. I know very little about the show and bachelor nation, but it seems pretty clear that this is the pattern for some of them. Everything's the same for me. Much love and respect. I extend to everyone. May you find a way to treat the situations and people you don't like with grace. Remember it's not for them. It's for you. Um, Let's see. Uh, we've included producer villain. Oh, uh oh. We've included producer full uh, footage. Jamie is getting the villain villain edit. Hashtag the Bachelorette. That was from um, a barstool writer, Francesca. Um, hmm. Let's see. <sighs> oh my gosh, that is really fucked up. Okay, this is really so. That's the thing. It's like I think it's shitty that Jamie said those things. I think it's shitty that they caught it on camera. I don't think that he has the right to say that someone's in spring break mode. It just felt like slut shamey and it's, you know what I yeah, mean? It's just it's like not weird. cool to me, but somebody sent him a comment that was like, no wonder your mom unalived herself. And yeah. that is fucked up. 
That That's is not so good. not right. Um, and no, I mean, and it's like, we know this happens every year, but this is like, like that people get death threats and stuff, but this is like extra evil shit. Like, uh, you know, again, it's like a stranger. Like, I, I don't understand some people, but I mean, I think he should apologize for saying shitty things. And right now he, well, I'm like looking through these. He's just, he's just focused on the internet hate. And I don't think that that's correct. I think he should say something about, you know, either say, you know what? I still feel that way. But mm-hmm. he did. He, he said something like, I have nothing but love for Michelle. Then address what directly what you said, because yeah. it was a shitty thing to say about somebody, you know. And also, he's just for the like, record, I'm in spring break mode every day of my life. OK, I'm just I'm, I'm catching a tan. I'm slamming white claws. Just what, what's wrong <laughs> with spring break mode? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, and it's like you know, Saturday is for the boys, right? Like, uh, Mm -hmm. Michelle handled that very well. Sorry. That was like a summer house reference. Uh, (laughs) just really excited for winter house. Um, but yeah, he's just like, uh, I don't know what to say. TV entertainment turned to this and a contract that prohibits me from challenging the storyline free shots for everyone. How low can you go? And, And he's posting these death threats and stuff. And I think that that shit is extremely awful. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's a both and situation. He can still he can still explain what he why he was doing what he did or why he said what he said, and then he no. like started talking about air quality and air pollution on his <laughs> stories, like a lot, like like eight stories about air pollution. Well, it's you know it's good to have a cause. <laughs> well, I mean that's what <laughs> that's what he does, you know, for a, for a, like, would never let a few hundred negative comments humble me. Um, you know, I'm sure it, this one will blow over more than other things. Like, it's not like things are necessarily over for him. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, wait, Brendan, Brendan. Yep. God, you know, where he's oh. like crying in his car for seven minutes or whatever. He's <laughs> like, I just, I have nothing but love for Natasha. And we're like, Natasha is, is perfect. And you are absolute garbage so, that's right yeah yeah oh my god he he posted okay here's an update from brendan two weeks ago he posted grateful for growth and someone wrote growth of facial hair maybe not fans <laughs> <laughs> that's right See, that's ass. that's the kind of if you're gonna post like a snarky comment on some public figures instagram at least make it clever and don't like that's not that hurtful you know what i mean no. that's just like that's just fun yeah, and so and he posted a video of him like staring at the sun. I guess you know and he's like, "Oh, look at my eyes! I'm so sexy," or whatever. And someone said, "You spent more time looking at the sun than you did taking accountability for your actions on Paradise." That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the way to do it. I think you know it's like the yeah the death threats are like you're the reason your mom unalived her. Like that shit is extremely fucked up. Yeah, that's just, super fucked. Don't do that. Yeah, like just there's no reason to be like that, to do that stuff, to act that way. It's really unfortunate when when people, you know, play like that. So anyway, uh, that's all I have to say about that. We did last week talk about Katie and Blake splitting up, but I did want to get your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I uh, am, <laughs> am I surprised is <laughs> I mean, I no. don't think you're surprised, but no, of course I'm not. 
Is anyone surprised? Is anyone surprised? What is the internet surprised? I mean, I, I I feel like I didn't even hear about it. You know, I, I was just and then like, I was like, oh wait, they did. Well, I mean, I was just kind of waiting for that to happen. No, I yeah, it's you know the fact that, that they were the two left, which uh, you know, sorry, I just threw my my back out. I was patting myself on the back a little too hard. <laughs> I called it because it was like it was clearly orchestrated by the producers he, Blake got the best edit it was it was very obvious this is what they wanted and equally obvious that these two people were not a good fit for each other right. everyone saw it except for them not that they were the worst fit but they weren't a let's stay together forever fit that's no no not at all so yeah well not I'm just I'm just really holding out hope for Michael I really want him to shoot a shot again yeah do it. do it. Bring that do divorced it. dad energy, or not divorced dad, single Widow. dad energy. <laughs> he's so he's like the sweetest guy. Like I just, I just want the best for him, no matter what that is. Yeah, he's, he's I, an angel. I, we love yeah, him. Yeah, he is like. I mean, really, we were, we were. I know I'm gonna just keep talking about it, but we were really blessed with some of the best men to ever exist on the Bachelor franchise last season. I would watch them all on a show together, enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it would get very good ratings. Yeah. Just a hangout show with the Bachelor Boys from last season. I'm in, I'm into it. Oh my God. <laughs> I really hope that Aaron gets like some kind of job. You know, <laughs> in Bachelor Nation. He deserves one. Like, like he's he he's really in charge. Does. He's the ba- he's the bachelor cop. He enforces the rule. <laughs> Yeah, he could be he could be security at the beach. He could be like the yeah. bachelor bouncer who also narrates like <laughs> he writes people tickets for like breaking the bro code or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just yeah, if somebody makes you like James, I mean like that's a that's just a beautiful human. <laughs> Give him something. He deserves something. Anyway, so uh that's all I got. I don't know. That's all my feedback. I don't yeah. think there's any other big, big things going on in Bachelor Nation. No, not as far as I know. Cover. All right. Well, hopefully next week things kind of heat up a little bit. I'm still waiting for that actor accusation. I wonder if that's coming next week. All that love those. Stuff. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that might be intriguing. I mean, just take away someone else I like. <laughs> why yeah, not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Just show me that the ones I like are no no good. <laughs> it won't depress me. It's fine. Uh, bring back Connor. Anyway, all right. Uh, have a good night or a good day or a good afternoon or a whatever. Good mid-morning. <laughs> whatever time of the day you're listening to this and uh, take care of yourselves and others. And, you know, be, be preemptively thankful and... Um, Pumpkins you can still have outside in November, so it's great. Don't have to change your decor. But maybe start taking those lights down and put up the other lights. Just an idea. Just an idea. And don't throw your buddy's uh, jacket in the pool. What are you doing? That's not nice. And don't do needle drugs either. Pizza man, pizza man. Throws a jacket in the pool. Pizza man, pizza man. Bad hair and a gold chain. Bad hair and a gold chain. Go, 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 throw it up.